In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, there is a vice that, unfortunately, has become somewhat common among those of us who profess ourselves traditional Catholics. Often in our zeal to defend the faith and exhort the sinner, when we witness abuses, whether theological or liturgical, we let our passions take control. This may be hard to hear for some of you, but know that I accuse myself before anyone else. That is why I'm very glad to be able to preach to you today about St. Francis de Sales, the patron of the Institute of Christ the King, the Prince Bishop of Geneva, and the gentle saint and the doctor of charity. We can be certain that divine providence has chosen St. Francis de Sales as the patron of our institute and the model for all the canons who would be your spiritual guides and a patron and example for each of us in our daily lives. He was of a choleric personality. That means that he carried an anger constantly, interiorly, in him. And it was the great cross of his life. Yet, with the help of divine grace, he was able to put to death. He was able to put to death the old man within him and become one of the greatest saints of the church, known for his gentleness and his meekness. Soon after his ordination to the sacred priesthood, he volunteered to set out into mission territory, the Chablais, a region once perfectly Catholic, but since some time abandoned to the Calvinist heresy. When he started his mission in 1594, there were nearly 74,000 Protestants to convert, or rather to bring back to the fold of the Church of Rome, and merely a handful, a tiny, a tiny faithful remnant, who had guarded the one true apostolic and Catholic faith. But by the time our saint had passed through the region, all but 100 individuals had abjured their heresy and been reconciled with the Catholic faith thanks to the gentleness of St. Francis de Sales, who said it is easier to catch a fly with a spoonful of honey than with a barrel full of vinegar. One of his contemporaries tells us that at times the exceeding gentleness of this saint with which he received heretics and sinners, almost scandalized his friends. One of them once said to him, Francis de Sales will go to paradise, to be sure, but I'm not so certain about the Bishop of Geneva. I'm almost afraid his gentleness will play him a shrewd turn. But the saint responded, I would rather account to God for too great a gentleness than for too great a severity. Is not God all love? God the Father is the Father of mercy. His Son is depicted as a lamb, and God the Holy Ghost as a dove, that is, gentleness itself. Are you wiser than God? Let us not be mistaken. It is not weakness to be kind and gentle. I'm certainly not talking about adopting a false definition of charity or of mercy, which would weaken the teachings of the faith that our modern world refuses to accept, such as the condemnation 
of the transgender ideology, or the heinous crime of abortion, or any other disordered lifestyle. These all have to be condemned, but this condemnation does not have to be made with bitterness and rancor. It is the mark of a true Christian to love one another, even to love one's enemies, as our Savior himself has commanded. It takes true virtue, strength, and vigor, and manliness to deny one's initial reactions and passions in order to follow the divine rule left to us by the Savior. Any brute can give in to his emotions and lose his patience when faced with adversity. Do we want to be known as people who never smile, as some of our contemporaries accuse us of being? We should rather radiate the joy of the Holy Ghost and not be so judgmental, critical, or angry with what we see in others. I think that we will all be very surprised if we get to heaven to see the people who are actually there. For heaven is full of converted sinners, and there is room for more, as St. John Cafaso once said. When faced with trouble or sorrow, the true follower of Jesus Christ will embrace the cross however it comes, and drawing strength from the Savior, will cast aside his own will in order, to, in order to embrace the will of him who cares for him. Our saint tells us that nothing is as strong as gentleness and nothing is as gentle as real strength. Throughout all of his writings, his life, and his teachings, our saint emphasized and re-emphasized the two virtues of humility and gentleness as they were for him the two virtues that make us most closely resemble and live Jesus, as he liked to say. The words of the Lord, learn of me, for I am meek and humble of heart, are at the very heart of his spirituality because they make our hearts beat in rhythm with the heart of Jesus. Our Lord based his whole teaching on these words. A well-known saying about humility is that this fruit of the Holy Ghost perfects us with respect to God, and that gentleness perfects us with respect to our neighbor. This reveals the interrelatedness of humility and gentleness and their great importance. Take, for instance, the ordinary course of our daily affairs and our interactions with others. We do well to remember diligence and duty this can, however, be taken to an extreme and cause us to be imperious, overbearing, abrupt, or even rather irritable with our neighbor who perhaps has failed to meet our expectations. In such a situation, it's arguably better to delay the accomplishment of this task of, until our cooler head prevails. We should do all in our power to avoid adding to our neighbor's pain, to become just another splinter from their cross, as it were. For all we know, he may be carrying, indeed, a heavy cross, and our unpleasant manner only adds to its weight. 
So through the intercession of this great saint, may we not give in to the temptation to be the proverbial mad trad, as it were, but rather may the example of this saint teach us to be like our divine Savior, always meek and humble of heart, especially when we encounter opposition and difficulties, confident that our Lord will gain for us the victory inspired by the sweetness of Christ's love, guided by the teaching of St. Francis de Sales and aided by his merits, may we attain to the joys of eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Don't forget to click subscribe and click the bell to be notified of future videos.